This is the Speaking of Writers podcast. I'm Steve Richards. American Compromat. How the KGB cultivated Donald Trump and related tales of sex, greed, power, and treachery. Is by Craig Unger. It's out now. Compromat, the Russian term for compromising material, has become an almost unimaginably powerful weapon during the Trump era. And its impact will last far into the future in this uh, in his critically acclaimed expose, House of Trump, House of Putin, called illuminating and more alarming than the intelligence channel described in the Steele dossier by The Washington Post. Craig Unker followed the money to show how operatives tied to the Russian mafia successfully used Trump real estate to launder untold millions. In this book, Unger goes further, unraveling the Russian influence operations and amass the dirty little secrets of the rich and most powerful men on earth with new revelations about Trump, William Barr, and more. American Compromat author Craig Unger is the author of six books, including the New York Times bestsellers House of Trump, House of Putin, House of Bush, House of Saud. For 15 years, he was a contributing editor for Vanity Fair, covering national security, the Middle East, and other political issues. A frequent television analyst, he was a longtime staffer at New York Magazine, served as editor-in-chief of Boston Magazine, and has contributed to Esquire, The New Yorker, and many other publications. Unger's written about the Trump-Russia scandal for the New Republic, Vanity Fair, and The Washington Post. A graduate of Harvard makes his home in Brooklyn. Happy to have Craig Unger join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Craig, welcome. Thanks for having me. So why this book for you? Well, I, I think we're in an interesting time in history. It's obviously the uh, end of the Trump era, though, or, or it may well be. We'll see if there's a second act. But I, I think it's more important than ever that we know exactly what happened with Donald Trump. And an awful lot of people have said he's a Russian asset. or so. Uh, that's really been said by uh, many of the top, top intelligence officials such as uh, John Brennan, James Clapper, and people who were powerful before the Trump era. And it's been said by a lot of authors and commentators as well. But I think what I do that no one else has done is I get to the root of the matter of how and why this happened. That is, this is something that Trump was uh, cultivated for more than 40 years by first Soviet intelligence, then its successors. And I go back to the beginning and I think it's important because if we don't know what happened and how it happened, it will happen again. And by the way, it's still ongoing. Craig, when did Trump's links with Russia first start? Well, I, I go back to 1980. And, and uh, by the way, I, I interviewed a lot of intelligence officials uh, from the United States and the CIA and FBI. But what was most striking, and I think was my big breakthrough in reporting, is I got the KGB agents as well. That is, if you want to know how they cultivated Trump, how it began, you go to them. And that took me back to 1980. It was a time when Trump had just uh, finished his first really successful real estate project, uh, the a Grand Hyatt Hotel uh, in New York near Grand Central Station. And uh, he needed TV sets for the hotel. And where did he go? Again, this is a Hyatt, a blue-chip franchise. But Trump got the TV sets from an electronics company, uh, an electronics store owned by Soviet emigres. And what has never been reported for before is that that store was linked to the KGB. And in selling the TV sets, the co-owner was what is known as a spotter agent. 
he was someone who spotted potential recruits for the KGB. And in selling those 200 TV sets to Donald Trump, he was opening the doors of the KGB to Donald Trump. And this is where they first began to cultivate him uh, as an asset for Soviet intelligence. Did Russia save Trump from bankruptcy? Oh, many, many times. I mean, I, I think they were responsible, for, uh, first of all, for a lot of his wealth in the beginning. Uh, that is, uh, and I reported this in my previous book, uh, House of Trump, House of Putin. Uh, Trump was, Trump real estate was being used to launder money uh, from the Russian mafia. And in 1984, uh, you know, a, a Soviet emigre came to his office. This is just after Trump Tower had been opened the previous year. Uh, and and the, the, uh, the Russian mobster put uh, $5 million down. That's the equivalent of about $15 million today. And uh, he bought five condos in Trump Tower uh, under circumstances that really indicate money laundering. The circumstances being uh, it was an anonymous transaction and it was an all-cash transaction. Those are the two predicates uh, for money laundering. And it happened again and again. In, in the end, there were at least 1,300 Trump condos that were sold under those uh, conditions. And when you figure Trump condos rarely go for under a million dollars, you're talking potentially of uh, a couple billion dollars there. We're chatting with Craig Unger. His book is American Compromat, How the KGB Cultivated Donald Trump and Related Tales of Sex, Greed, Power, and Treachery. Uh, this book, based on extended and exclusive interviews you, you did with high-level sources in the KGB, CIA, FBI, as well as lawyers at White Shoe and Washington firms, associates of Jeffrey Epstein, too, and thousands of pages of FBI reports, police investigations, and news articles in English, Russian, and Ukrainian, too. Craig, what surprised you the most after all of the doing all of that research? Well, you know, I, I, I'm old enough that I grew up one of the big hit movies when I was in high school was the Manchurian Candidate. And it was this, you know, it's a great movie, by the way, the original version. It was remade later. Uh, but it was this paranoid conspiracy that, my God, the, the uh, could communists take over the White House, the government, uh, to um and at the time, it, it, it was a great thriller, but the idea that something like this could actually happen in real life was sort of mind-boggling. And I wanted to find out how that happened. Uh, the fact that Trump is an asset has been said by many of the top intelligence officials, but no one has really gone back. And I think what I provide is the first detailed narrative of how it happened uh, going back uh over a 40-year period. And it's, it's an amazing sort of operation because in some ways the KGB was inept, believe it or not. It uh, didn't. It looked like it didn't know what it was doing. But it had uh, various protocols that were so effective that you see a sequence of events, of overlapping events, uh, collide and put Trump in, uh, increasingly come to his aid and increasingly bring him into the arms of what is now Russia. What about the relationship between Jeffrey Epstein and Trump? Well, they've been friends for more than 15 years. Uh, they were very, very close friends in the beginning, and they did a lot of uh, partying together, and they even 
Uh, may well have shared women together. There were women who lived in Trump Tower, presumably being put up there by Trump. And they would fly down to, to Epstein's place in Palm Beach regularly. And this happened a lot. And when you look at the Epstein operation, it's kind of fascinating, I think, because um, what you see is, uh, you know, it's been reported, uh, it's been well reported as a sex trafficking operation. But I think it was much, much more than that. It was also a compromise factory where it uh, uh, collected and saved uh, the dirty little secrets of the most powerful and richest men in the world. And, and in fact, I, I, I found a guy, I tracked him down in Moscow, but he had been uh, a deputy in the Palm Beach Sheriff's Department while they were investigating Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. And he had been given for safekeeping 478 DVDs that appear to have been of sexual activities collected from uh, Epstein's various residences. And when I found him, he was in Moscow. He had just met with one of the most powerful people who is close to Vladimir Putin. I have a photo of them together. And the only possible explanation, and this is what uh, KGB agents have told me, the only possible explanation, Explanation is he was sort of selling them these compromise uh, tapes or, or videos, rather, uh, as, uh, you know, as compromise. And that uh, former deputy sheriff in Mar-a-Lago, uh, from Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach, uh, was John Mark uh, Dugan. What would you like readers to take away from this book? You know, I'd like them to know what happened. I, mean, I think this is, uh, needs to be pursued by more than just a reporter like me. Uh, that the government has to have some commission that gets to the bottom of it. You see Trump up, up for impeachment now, and the Republicans are still resisting. And I think the only reason for that is they, too, have been compromised by Russia in one way or another. If you look at all the, where all their money is coming from, you have Russian oligarchs uh, who essentially are hugely lucrative clients of blue-chip law firms. They're contributing uh, to the Russian senatorial campaign. Pain, uh, people like uh, uh, Leonard Blavatnik is an oligarch, but he's a naturalized American citizen, so he's free to contribute some of his billions to elect uh, people to Congress. And when I grew up, I mean, the, the threat of Russian or communist takeover was taken very seriously. I, I was never this ferocious anti-communist, but now you see the, the um, Republicans who were ferocious anti-communists, are just uh, uh, working away, uh, taking as much money for, as they can from the Russians. And that has to be stopped, whether Trump uh, uh, re-emerges as a powerful figure or not. Um, he, uh, you know, th that uh, th Biden's victory was a big blow to the Russians, but it's not over yet. Uh, the Democratic majority is very, very thin, and the Russians and the Republicans will be fighting to uh, continue their takeover, and this is a grave, grave threat to democracy. He is Craig Unger. The book is American Compromat, How the KGB Cultivated Donald Trump and Related Tales of Sex, Greed, Power, and Treachery. You can connect with Craig on Twitter, at Craig Unger, and Facebook, at Craig.Unger. Craig, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And this is Speaking of Writers.